0: chapter 34 of the ocean Wafes this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by dion gines salt lake city utah the ocean Wafes by thomas main reed chapter 34 the sail out of sight the sea cook and the sailor were now swimming towards each other it is true that ben was not making very rapid way nor did Snowball return on his course with any great alacrity. Despair had rendered the latter somewhat irresolute, and he scarcely knew why he was swimming back, unless it was to be drowned in company with the others, for drowning now appeared their inevitable fate. Slowly as both swam they soon came together, the countenances of both as they met, exhibiting that fixed despairing look which bespeaks the utter extinction of hope. The catamaran was now at such a distance that even could she have been suddenly arrested in her course and brought to an anchor, it was doubtful whether either Snowball or the sailor could have reached her by swimming. The raft itself and the water casks lashed around it were no longer to be seen, only the white sail, that like a bit of fleecy cloud, equally fleeting, was vast lessening to a speck upon the distant horizon. No wonder that hope had forsaken them, the sailor wondered that the sail was still set. During the first moments, while endeavouring to come up with the craft, he had shouted to William to let go the halyards. He had kept repeating this order until his voice, already hoarse and faltering, grew almost inarticulate from sheer exhaustion of breath, and the rail, moreover, had drifted to such a distance that it was not likely the lad could hear him. Under this impression he had at length discontinued his feeble cries, and swam on in slow and gloomy silence, wondering why William had not obeyed his injunctions, feeling chagrin at his not doing so, and with good reason, since the lowering of the sail might have still given them some chance of overtaking the craft. It was just as the sailor had given over calling out, and relapsed into sullen silence, that Snowball was seen returning towards him it was an additional argument for despair this abandonment of the chase on the part of the coromantee when such a swimmer had given it up ben knew it was hopeless in a moment after they met face to face the glance exchanged between them was mutually understood without a word spoken by either each tacitly read in the eyes of the other the dread destiny that awaited them near and soon to be fulfilled drowning snowball was the first to break the terrible silence you nigh done up massa ben you must be give me that little gal you lally you lay hold on my shoulder and let massa brace rest a bit no no protested the sailor in a despairing tone it be'n't no use i can carry her a bit longer tain't much longer as any of us'll be Shh, massa brace interrupted the negro "'speaking in a suppressed whisper "'and looking significantly toward the child. "'Hope there's no danger yet,' he added, "'in a voice intended for the ear of Lali. "'We overhauled a catamaran, by and by. "'De wind change, and brig that crab down on us.' Peek into French, Massa ben, he continued, "'at the same time adroitly adopting a patois of that language. "'De pauvre jeune fille don't understand de French lingo.' I know it am all over with boat, you and me, and a gal, too, but don't let her know it to the last minute. It be no use to do dat, only make her feel worse. Eh, bien, all right, muttered Ben, indiscriminately mingling his French and English phrases. Pauvre enfant. She shan't know nothin' from me of what be afore her. Lord a mercy on all of us. I don't see the raft any more. Where it be? Can you see it, Snowball?' garamity no replied the black raising himself up in the water to get a better view gone out o de side all de getter we nebba see dat catamaran any more no nebba. the additional accent of despair with which these words were uttered was scarce perceptible had there been hope it would have been shattered by the disappearance of the raft whose white sail was now no longer visible against the blue background of the horizon but all hope had previously been abandoned and this new phase of the drama produced but slight change in the minds of its chief actors death was already staring them in the face with that determination which promised no prospect of avoiding it and none was cherished the only change that occurred was in the action the swimmers no longer directed themselves in a particular course there was none for them to follow with the disappearance of the sail they no longer knew in what direction to look for the raft for all they now knew of it it might have gone to the bottom leaving them alone upon the bosom of the limitless ocean no use swimmin onards," said ben despairingly it'll only waste the bit of strength that be left us no use assented the negro Less lay to and float on to water dat be easier and we can keep up de longer do massa ben give me de girl. You mo' tired than I am. Come, little lally, you grasp hold on my shoulder. Dat's the best way. Come now. Come, dear Lily, gal. And as Snowball spoke, as he swam close alongside the girl, and gently detaching her hand from the shoulder of the sailor, transferred its feeble grasp to his own. Ben no longer offered resistance to this generous action on the part of his old comrade for in truth he stood in dire necessity of the relief and the transfer having been effected both continued to float upon the water sustaining themselves with no more effort than was absolutely necessary to keep their heads above the surface End of chapter thirty four